ואיסטויס זה המטה. כמו שנאמר, ואת המטה הזה, this stick, תיקח ביודך אשר תעשה בו את האיסטויס. משה רבינו had a special stick to do magical tricks. יש לו דקדק בעניין האיסטויס. וכתיב, ויען משה ויאמר, והם לא יאמינו לי ולא ישמע בכאלה כי יאמרו לנירו לך השם, ויאמר לו השם, מה זה ביודך ויאמר מטה. ויאמר, והויים לא יאמינו גם לשני האוסס האלה ולא ישמעו לקרלך ולקחת ממי האור. Let me tell you the story. The story that we all know, Moshe Rabbeinu was walking in the desert with his sheep and all of a sudden he sees a burning bush. He turns and he says, let me see what is going on over here with this burning bush. Turns out to be Hashem got his attention. Hashem shows him the burning bush that was on fire but was not being consumed by the fire. And then Hashem says, and Moshe Rabbeinu says, Amate. And then Hashem says, Oh, you got a stick in your hand? Great, I got a great stick trick. Take the stick, throw it down, and it turns into a snake. Moshe Rabbeinu gets scared of the snake. And then Hashem says, Grab it back by the tail. Turns back into a stick. And then he says, I have another great trick for you. Put your hand inside your jacket. Co- comes out, it's like a mitzayras, kashelik, it's white like snow. He puts it back in. And you're going to show this to the Jews. Then the third trick, what was the third trick? Take a cup of water from the yar, from the sea, turn it over, it's going to turn into blood, and wow. So we need to understand. What, what happened over here? Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu, hey, you want to prove to Klal Yisrael that I really, I really came and spoke to you? What's in your hand? He says, a stick. Hashem knew what is in his hand. What is the question? What's in your hand? And what does that mean? And Moshe Rabbeinu says, Hey God, I got a stick in my hand. Hashem says, Oh great, because I got some great stick tricks. I'll do the old stick turns into a snake. That'll really get him. And then he, he takes it and he makes it back into a stick. And how come the, the first two tricks he returned, the snake turned back into a stick, and his hand turned back to regular, but the third trick was water turning into blood, and he never returned it back into water. Those are the questions that the Nesib Shalom asks. One, First of all, Moshe Rabbeinu says, Hashem, I'm going to go tell Klai Yisrael that you spoke to me, but they're not going to believe me. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu think that we're not going to believe him? If the God Adar today came to us and said, Hashem came to me and spoke to me and said that Mashiach is going to come, we're going to leave back there to Israel, we would believe him. So why did Moshe Rabbeinu think that Klai Yisrael would not believe that Hashem wants to redeem them? Two, Kain Sarabir, Oymer, Maze Biyodecha, what is in your hand? Vayoymer Mate, it's a stick. Ma Mashmois Pesheilu Betshuva, Harizadovra Nirileinayim Shumate. Hashem should have told Moshe, I got a good trick for you. Take the Mate that's in your hand and throw it down. Why did you have to ask him what's in your hand? Kain Sarabir, number three. Hashem says, here's going to be trick number one. And if they don't believe trick number one, I've got trick number two. And if they don't believe trick number two, show them trick number three. Did the third one, what was the adifus? What made it more? Right? The third question is, why, what, what is the different tricks? Why don't you just take the best trick and start off with your best trick? Say, no, I'm going to do the snake trick, and if that doesn't work, I'm going to do the Mitzayra trick. And if that doesn't work, i got a great one with water. 
What's going on over here? Four, they return back to their original state. We have four questions. I'm going to ask each one of you. So I'm going to give you a question, and that's going to be your question. When the other guys come, I'm going to ask you to repeat the question. So we're going to start off with Surly. Your first question, Surly, is why did Moshe Rabbeinu say, Hey, Hashem, I can't go tell that Klal Yisrael that they're going to go ahead and Hashem wants to redeem them. They're not going to believe me. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu think, why was he choshed Klal Yisrael, why did he accuse Klal Yisrael that they're not going to believe him that the time for redemption has come and that Hashem wants them? Moshe, the second question is your question. Why, why did Hashem say, Hey, Moshe, what's in your hand? And Moshe says, Amate. It was a positive thing. He had a stick in his hand. What was the question and answer? Got it? Lipa, question number three is going to be your question. Why were there three tricks? And why was the second trip, trick more stronger than the first one? And then the third one more than the second one? And if the third one was the strongest one, then why don't you start off with the third one? Hashem says, I'm giving you a good trick, the stick to snake trick. But hey, if that doesn't work, I got another one. What's going on over here? You got it? Chayim, the fourth question is your question. The first trick Hashem did, that the stick turned into a snake, afterwards the snake went back to being a stick. The second trick where the hand went into his pocket and it came out white like snow. Afterwards he said put it back in and it became again like a regular hand. But the third trick, that the water turned into blood, did not return back for the blood to turn into water. Got that, Chaim? Why? The Gedalia, what we said until now was as follows. This is what you missed. Moshe Rabbeinu went and spoke to Hashem in a burning bush and Hashem says, the time for redemption has come. Moshe Rabbeinu says, Hashem, I got you, I believe you, I hear you. But the Kalal Yisrael, the people are not going to believe me when I go and tell them that you want to redeem them. So the first question on this, on this story is, Surly, how come uh, Moshe didn't have faith in Kalal Yisrael? But they Why wouldn't they believe that the time for redemption has come? Then the story goes that Hashem says, okay, I'm going to give you some tricks that's going to blow their mind, okay? He calls over Dovi Blatt, says, Dovi, what do you got? You got any good tricks? Dovi says, yeah, I got a great trick. Hey, Moshe, what's in your hand? He says, oh, in my hand is a stick. Hang on, let's see if Hashem asks the second question. Moshe. It, it seems to die that it's a stick, so why didn't Hashem just say, Hey Moshe, take the stick in your hand, do the snake trick. Instead he says, What's in your hand? Moshe Rabbeinu answers, Hey, it's a stick. Isn't that Pashat? So then afterwards Hashem says, I'm going to give you a stick that turns into a snake. Then take the tail and it turns back into a stick. Then I got another one. If they don't believe the first one, Hashem says, I got another good trick. The hand trick, ooh, turns into white, ooh, turns back into flesh. And if they don't believe the first two, then do the third one on them. So, Frechten, Nesiva, Shalom, Lipa, question number three. Good. What's going on over here? Right. What, what, why is one stronger? If they don't believe one, try this one. What's going on over here with three tricks? And if you got one really good trick, why don't you do that one? And then there's another thing. Chaim, what's the fourth question? Um, the first two tricks change that uh, normal. The blood Beautiful. So we really need to understand what the Torah is talking about. He's going to explain it in a way that is going to make your hair stand up. 
You're going to be like, wow, I love this Torah. It's the best Torah in the whole world. Yesh Levaro, Inyin, we're going to explain what's going on. The Hinei Tchilas, His Galus, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, L'Moshe, Hoiseb The beginning, the first time, the first revelation that Hashem showed Himself to Moshe was with the burning bush. The Malach of Hashem showed himself to Moshe in the burning bush. This bush is completely consumed in fire. But it is not being consumed. It's not being burned up. Moshe says to himself, let me turn and look at this incredible vision. God answers him, take off your shoes from your feet. The place that you are standing is holy ground. And here's Pshat. Shemoshe is born in Bematzov, he shall call Yisrael, Hanosim Begolus Mitzrayim, Umushuku Bementa Shari Tumo. Moshe was looking at Klal Yisrael, just like today we look at Klal Yisrael, that we're in such a Tumo that we have good Jewish boys who end up going to clubs and acting out like Goyim, and we look at this world, this crazy, crazy world, and we say, we see that the bush, Klal Yisrael, is completely consumed with the fire of Tumah. Around is burning a fire of Tumah. The Koyach of Tumah is leaping out and grabbing Yiddish Kindleh. And we are all immersed in the fire of Taiva. And still, even though you could be so much taiva, you're still coming to a shir. You're still going to daven. You're still putting on tefillin. You're still trying to be close to Hashem. How is that possible? Why didn't the ish of taiva completely destroy you and destroy your connection to Hashem? That was what Moshe Rabbeinu was, was thinking. This was his great wonder. Let us turn and see. This incredible vision. What is the energy, the power that is sustaining the Jewish people? That they are not being completely burned from the fire that is surrounding them. How is it possible that once again they will stand? And God will, will redeem them from such a low level. You look around the Klal Yisrael today. And you gotta wonder, what what's gonna happen? Mashiach's gonna come. He's gonna say, guys, I'm taking you back to your Shalayim. Look at how many Jewish people. Look at people who are doing so many averus, and they're so fatayvit, and they're driving on Shabbos, and they're doing drugs, and they're rebelling. How, how come they're still around? Why could it be that such a bacher could be six months later, a year later, and he puts on tefillin? Where does that come from? I'm always amazed. You could have somebody who's the biggest rebel in the world, and a year later, he puts on tefillin. He keeps Shabbos. Why? 
Why isn't this connection to Hashem completely burned? What is still inside of him that is jumping up and still saying after everything, I want to be good. How come something didn't get burned? Do you know, if you imagine 100% over here, all the way up here, 100 being the biggest tzaddik in the world, uh, some boys, they go so far down, there's so many Averis, they're at 90, they're at 85, they're at 80. Guys go all the way, to, they lost so much Kedusha, they lost so much Mitzvahs, Machal, Shabbos, they're mamish at the bottom. And all of a sudden, you see them a year later, two years later, and they're back up, and they're in Yeshiva, and they're keeping Shabbos, and they're putting on Tefillin. Why? Why wasn't their connection destroyed? That's what Moshe Rabbeinu was wondering when he looked at Klal Yisrael. How come they're still in the game? The tshuva, the tshuva love hoisa. Hakadosh Baruch Hu answered him. You're wondering about Klal Yisrael? I'll give you the answer. Ki amokay mashato oimer elav. Admas koydeshu. Hashem is bar gilo loy oz esoyid koychem shal Yisrael. What is the secret power of Klal Yisrael? She hamokay mashato asherato oimer elav. Elu bnei Yisrael shoydoisem atem adaber. You're still self-anining. You're stelling on a subject. You're wondering about a subject. You're talking about Klal Yisrael. You should know one thing. Whenever you see a Jew, doesn't matter what he's doing. Admas koydeshi. He is holy. In chelik elikami mal, they have a piece of godliness inside of them. Ki chelik Hashem amoi. The nation of Klal Yisrael is a part of God. Umikan. This is their supernatural energy. It can never be destroyed. It's the black box inside every Jew. Like the planes have, we each have a spiritual black box that no matter what you do, nothing in this world can damage the black box. Even when we were in the ultimate of lowness, immersed in the 49th level of Tumah, bowing down to You could always return back to your roots. You could always return. You could always stag. So many times the Bacha says, somebody says, I'm lost. I'll never be. I could never be again from. I can never be a good boy in yeshiva. It's not true. Nothing could stop you. Because what you're made of inside never gets damaged and never changes. And any time that you want to jump back to Hashem, anybody could become anything. There's nothing blocking you. Even if you're in Besi Shvala Matzav, you could find yourself in a club, drunk, drug, doing who knows what, you should know that your inside black box is completely intact. You could return to your roots, to your source. Because you are a and it is buried inside of you, deep inside of you. You have a a supernatural power of of godliness. From that power, that is something that is more powerful than the Tuma that is leaping at you all around. Fine. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, God, you know what? I hear you. I get the message. I'm going to go back now to Klal Yisrael, but guess what? They're not going to believe me. What's Pshat? Why wouldn't they believe him? 
Can you imagine if you go to a club on Friday night and you see a bunch of ex Hasidic kids over there and they're dancing Nebuch with Shiksis and they're drunk and they're on drugs and they're smoking on Shabbos, right? And you go over to them and you are Moshe Rabbein, you are Mashiach. Hashem tells you, go to the club and tell them that it's time to go back to Yerushalayim. Mashiach is here. You're going to say, Hashem, I think you're a little bit too late. I'm going to go into the club. I'm going to, Moshe, Kim, you come, I have a message for you. They're going to all come outside, they're smoking on Shabbos, and you're going to say, guess what? Hashem told me that it's time to redeem you. We're going back to Yerushalayim. Mashiach is going to be here, we're going to rebuild the base of Migdash. They're going to look at you and they're going to say, what are you smoking? God is interested in me. If they really believed you, they'll go running. Because they want to be close to Hashem. They would never believe you. They'll say, God is interested in me? Did you notice what I'm doing? I'm smoking on Shabbos. You think God is interested in me? God gave up on me a long time ago. Why don't you go to Williamsburg over there? Maybe you'll find somebody. Go to Barapah. Go to Flappers to a shul. But you're in the wrong place, Mashiach. You're in a, you're in a drug haven. You're in a club. This is the wrong place to pick up guys to go back to Yerushalayim and build a base in Migdash. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, God, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to go back with my sheep back into Mitzrayim. I'm going to gather the Jews together. And they're all going to say, ooh, Moshe, who was not yet Moshe Rabbeinu, he was just Moshe, right? He's going to come and talk to us. I'm going to stand up on a rock. I'm going to take the microphone and I'm going to go, <coughs> testing, testing one, two. Can you hear me? Okay, guys. Funniest thing happened to me today. I was out in the desert with my sheep. And all of a sudden I turned. And there was this bush. And it was burning. Right? Okay? This bush is burning. I swear, I'm telling you. This bush thing was crazy. It was burning. And, and it wasn't being consumed. It was nuts. A bush, and it wasn't consumed. And all of a sudden all the elders start looking at each other with funny looks. And Kalyustal starts like, um, I think somebody's lost it. No, really, it wasn't being consumed. But it was really on fire, I'm telling you. And then all of a sudden, the bush started talking to me. <laughs> started talking to me. It, it, was, it was God. God said, take off my shoes. I took off my shoes, and all of a sudden, God says, the time for redemption has come. God's coming to redeem us, and I'm your Redeemer. And everybody, you know, uncomfortable looks. Uncomfortable looks, and the elders are going to be like, okay, Moshe, Moses, what have you been smoking? Okay, Moshe. No, really, guys, no. And then God said to me, Admas Kaidashi, please, come back here. Don't leave. Come back here. No, really. It was God. The, the, the bush. It wasn't consumed. I'm telling you, there was, no, there was no consummation happening at all. It was the bush on fire. Don't you get it? God's coming. He loves you. He wants you back uncomfortable looks and they could quickly go away and hide the eyes of the young children they shouldn't have to see Moshe never cracked up from the heat right heat exhaustion Moshe's wife comes over to him with like uh, uh, like some cold water and starts patting him down okay lying down yeah yeah right sure sure God was talking to yeah and he's, he's being carried he's being carried out to the psych ward kicking and screaming no really it was a bush it wasn't being consumed no I'm not cr-. yeah sure Moses yeah it was con- not consumed we know the bush was talking to you Admas Kaidish we know we're going to be re- no really I'm not crazy and then they slam the door and he's in the padded room for another six months that's what should have happened so Moshe Rabbeinu says God listen this is not going to work 
I believe you. I see the, bur- the bush burning, but I got to go back and prove to them that you still care about them. What? I got to sell this to the people. Because if right now you came and told people Mashiach is here, they're going to say, listen, I really don't think so. I think you're looking for somebody else, not us. We can't be the chosen people anymore. We're bowing down to our desire. Even though Moshe Rabbeinu understood God's message from the burning bush, he went back to Hashem and he tainered. They're not going to believe me. They're not going to listen to what I'm saying. Moshe Rabbeinu understood from Hashem the message that he still loves us, they didn't hear it from God. They're not going to believe that God wants to redeem them. That they will be the Am they would have thought after we are in the Memtesh Aritoma it's too late that God never came to you yeah maybe our great grandparents they were good people and they believed in you, and they kept Shabbos, and they were good, and they kept Kedusha. Maybe they were supposed to be redeemed. But us, we're bowing down to idols. We're involved with clubs, and with women, and with drugs. Moshe Rabbeinu, we don't believe you. God is not interested in us anymore. How many of us think sometimes that, you know, I'd love to be close to Hashem, but He's probably just not interested in me anymore. He's disgusted from me. If we would know how Hashem would open up His hands and show us that I want you, we would go running back to him, but we don't believe it. Sometimes we think our parents don't want us back in our lives. And finally, when they give us the hug, we say, wow, all these years I was wrong. But you're wrong about Hashem also, because Hashem wants you back on whatever terms you're ready for. You can keep Friday night Shabbos, keep Friday night Shabbos. You can keep till Shabbos, keep till Shabbos. Do what you can. You can put on Tefillin four days a week, put on Tefillin four days a week. Hashem wants a relationship with you. Hashem says, Moshe, you're right. You're going to go back into Kal Yisrael and try to convince them you're cooked. They're going to throw you in the psych ward. They're going to, they're going to think you're on drugs. They're going to send you to home sweet home. It's never going to work. So I'm going to give you tricks. But these were not some tricks to just make everybody go, ooh. Because if you remember, the Mitzrayim also knew tricks. They also knew how to make a stick turn into a snake. So they're not going to be so impressed with that. So listen to what he says. In every trick was a message. It wasn't just multiple tricks. Oh, do this one. And if this doesn't work, do this one. And if this one doesn't work, do this one. Hey, you know what? Do the old, I'm going to put someone in a box and cut them in half. Ooh, that's a great trick. People love that one. No. This was a deep message. And instead of looking at the Torah on the surface as a storybook, the Nesiva Shalom is going to show us how to understand what the message was. In each message, in each sign, was a deep message to them and to us for the secret of how they're going to be redeemed. Why are we learning this? Because we're not just talking about stories from then. It's about us today. Each one of us wants to be redeemed. Each one of us wants to be close to Hashem. So let's learn what the messages were that was the beginning of the Geula of Klal Yisrael and Mitzrayim so we can have the beginning of our Geula.
Now we're going to explain the Pasuk. Listen to the beautiful, deep, deep Torah lesson. Hashem says to Moshe, What's in your hand? The Holy Svarim say, Inyan, Makal, Umata, Shehem Shnei Bechinus Menugdais. A stick could be called two different things in Lashon Kaidish. A stick could be called a Makal, and a stick could be called a a stick. A stick could be called a Mata. And they mean two separate things, not just separate, opposite things. Makal is ma'oyla machurban from the world of destruction. Remember this word. Oyla machurban, world of destruction. Why? Can you makal a stick that you hit somebody? If you're going to hit somebody over the head with a stick, right? A stick is used, when, when it's used to hit somebody, it's called a makal. The ilumata is ma'oyla mabinyin sha'olav nish'anin, a walking stick. You see, the English language doesn't have the depth of Lashon Kaidish. We call both of them a stick. But in Lashon Kaidish, they're called two different things. One is called, when you hit somebody with a piece of wood, it's called a makal. But when you walk with a stick and it, and it holds you up like crutches, it's called a mate. I know you got a stick in your hand. But you tell me, What kind of a stick is in your hand, Moshe Rabbeinu? You tell me. Is it a hitting stick from the world of destruction? Or is it a stick used to build people up and to hold people up from the world of construction? Is it destruction or con... I know it's destruction. I know it's destruction. But is it destruction or construction? Zot Moshe Rabbeinu. I'm letting you know that it's Vayoyimer Mate. It's Mi'oylem binyan. It comes from the world of binyan of construction. Throw it into the Arceus. Take this beautiful thing from the Olam, from the world of Binyan. A good thing, a thing that is so pure and wonderful, that's helpful. And throw it into the Arceus, into the materialistic world, into the Gashmis. What happens? It turns into a snake. What's a nachash? Mekoyer has sitra akra. It's the epitome. What was the sitra akra? Who, who made the, the sitra akra that made Kava eat was a nachash. The nachash is not, is, is no, nothing good. A nachash, you can't plow your field with it like a behemoth. It doesn't make for a very good pet. You can't go to the movies with your nachash. You can't chill with your nachash like a dog at least you can have a relationship with or a cat. A nachash doesn't do anything good, and it represents the ultimate of the sitra achra. Ha nachash shoy shoy me'olam achorban. She ha nachash einoy mapik shum toyeles ve'einoy kiyem mazik. It is the ultimate olam achorban because it's only a mazik. Ve'hainu she hakadosh baruch hu hirelo yashem shodim she'afilu mata hashayich kuloi lo'olam abinyan. Even a beautiful, gorgeous mata that is shayich completely to the olam abinyan. The world of construction. When it gets thrown down into the Arteus, a Yiddish kind, a beautiful Jewish soul, that is so beautiful and is so holy, and gets involved and gets tossed out of Yeshiva and gets thrown down into the world. And what does it turn into? It turns into a Nachash. You see kids that are so in so much pain and they want to bite you. 
They want to bite the Torah. Rabbi Kiva says he wanted to bite Talmud the Chachamim. The hatred of a kid who grew up in a from from community, right? Especially a tight from community, and the kids who get thrown out of school, they get thrown into the streets, and they're fighting, and they're, the Yitzhahara is pushing them down. Those beautiful kids in third grade, they were going, and they're so cute. You know what they say? See the kids. You want a mamash eat them up. When they get older, you wish you did. <laughs> And these cute little chassidish, three-year-olds, four-year-olds, five-year-olds, look at them at 14, 15, 16, some of them, <coughs> and their mom is so angry. They're like a nachash. You go over to them, you say the wrong word on Purim, you grab them the wrong way, and they want to punch you in the face. Get off me! Who are you talking? Who are you looking at? Right? You know what I'm talking about? You ever meet guys like that? And they're so, and they're nachash. They're a snake. That was the message. But the message is not over. The message is not over. Listen to the real message. People think that the message of the stick turning into the snake was that it turned into a snake. I, why afterwards did Hashem say, grab the snake and it's going to turn back into a stick? Well, I guess he needed a stick back. He needs a stick back for his next trick. Zakhtar Nesiva Shalom, no. This was not even the main part. The first message was, you could be a beautiful stick, but when you're noiful artius, when you're thrown into the sick world of Tumah, you fall and you become a snake. You want to bite people. But Vishuv Amar Le'akadosh Baruch Hu, listen closely. Shlach Yodcha, reach out your hand. Ve'achaz Biznavoy, don't go into his face. No, reach into his tail. Go and embrace him. And what happened with his embrace? Ve'yishlach Yodoy, ve'yechizak boy, ve'yiu lemate v'chapo. You turn back in in his embrace. It turned right back into a stick. When you see a kid that's a nachash, and you want to see a kid bite, you go over to a kid who's rebelling, and you say, these shy gats, they're going to bite you. you got to keep Shabbos. you got to put on tefillin. They're going to bite you. But if you know how to not be confrontational, and you know how to go and say, grab his tail, and hold him, and hug him, and say, I love you, I care about you, I'm holding you. Moshe Rebbeinu said, I'm in your hands, they turn back into a mata from the Olam Habinyan. And we see that all the time. We see how we have kids who come in on drugs, home sweet home, and they're so angry they would bite your head off. But when you embrace them, and you're not confrontational with them, all of a sudden they turn back into Olam Habinyan. They're great guys. They want to work. They don't want to steal. They want to be clean. They don't want to be on drugs. They want to save up money. They don't want to waste it. They don't want to hurt people up. They don't want to beat anybody up. They don't want to break into cars. They're not hoodlums. They're not bums. They were misunderstood. You just got to love these guys. They're the most wonderful people in the world. That was the message that Hashem said. I want you to go back to Klal Yisrael and show them how I understand you. You're bowing down to idols. You're in a club. You're partying. I understand you. Because you were thrown into Mitzrayim, into Golis, into, into slavery for 210 years. You were thrown in out of yeshiva in 5th grade. And then you were molested in 6th grade. And then you were beat up in 7th grade. And nobody understood you in 8th grade. And then you had Tivus in ninth grade. The Ebershah says, I understand why you're a Nachash. But with the power of embrace, from Moshe Rabbeinu, represents the authority, the tzaddikim, you can see that they're going to go back and you can once again be ma'olam abinyon. What is the lesson? Listen guys. Something which essentially is toiv is from the world of good. You are essentially good. You're essentially a tzaddik. 
When it falls, it's only a mikra, a happenstance. It happens. I wanted to get a t-shirt. It says, sin happens. It happens. Shenikshal. You can go back. You can go back to your shayush to be pure tithe. The tzaddik falls seven times. He could fall every day of the week. He can fall in every way. But v'kam he stands back up. We were never told that a tzaddik falls. We think that a tzaddik never falls. We think only the Russia falls. Listen what the Rebbe is telling us. Hatzadik, by the way, Nesiv Shalom, his best friend was Ibshach. He was held by the Chesidisha, by the Litvisha. He represents hundreds of years of Torah. He can't say something that's not true. Ibshach said that the Nesiv Shalom is the Mesilas Lisharm of our generation. And listen what he's teaching us. That even if you fall, you're a Tzadik still. Because Be'etzim, you're a sweet, good boy. You're a Tzadik. Hatzadik, afilu achar shenichshal, harbe ma'oit pa'omim. Even after you fell many, many times, Adayin Yachul Hu Lakum, Mishum Shetzadik Hu Etzem Atoyev, Benefilas Le'en Elimikra, Ve'alkein Yachul Lashuv L'Sharshev L'Mamadai, Ava Barashik Sivirashe Ba'achas Yipal, but the end of the Pazik says the Rashi falls one time, I'm down for the count. Heyoyishe Shoyishe Bechinas Etzem Ara, Ve'gam Kasher Masala, Eim Zeh El Al Derech Mikra, Akein Ba'achas Yipal. Even the matter which came from the oil of Mabinyon fell into Arceus. Listen to the Rebbe. A Yiddish kind is essentially good. Shame chelak lekami mal. Hari af shame nimtzoyim b'matzav koi shuffle v'yared. Even if you find yourself in such a low, low situation, doing so many averus, alehem nemar. On you it says sheva yipol tzaddik. You fell many times, but you're a tzaddik. Become and it's time to stand up. There's nothing going to block you. If you want to come back and stand up, there's going to be no gaboom by the Rebbe that says, In front of Hashem, that doesn't exist. Hashem says, You want to come back and be good? I welcome you with open arms. Isn't this a beautiful religion? That even if you find yourself in the lowest place, you're never blocked away from God. But that was the first lesson. Now we understand what the pur- purpose of a snake was, a stick, a snake, and that the main, the main part of the trick was not turning a stick into a snake, was that the snake could return once again to be Eulam Abinyon. Now think about this. Somebody told me a Moridika Gedank on this. What happened when they went to the Khartoumim? When Moshe Rabbeinu went to Pare, he did the old snake trick, and he turned the stick into a snake. What did the Khartoumim do? They did the same thing. Okay? Moshe Rabbeinu took his snake, made it back into a stick, and his stick ate all of their snakes. Moshe Rabbeinu knew that a snake can come back to be a stick. Because the nefila of a yid, the nefila of the stick, which represents Olam Abinyon, can go back to be Olam Abinyon. But the Khartoumim never knew that. They could make a stick into a snake, but they couldn't make a snake back into a stick. You get it? But that was Ois Rishon. 
No, what if Klal Yisrael is not going to believe, right? Well, what does that mean? Why won't they believe it? And what did the second trick prove more than the first trick? Let's learn. Then Hashem gave the second magic trick. Hashem said more. Put in your hand, in your cake, in your, over here by your jacket. It's like white like snow. Pirush. What does it mean? Why wouldn't they believe the first trick? Because Klai Yisrael is going to tell Moshe Rabbeinu, No, Moshe. You're telling me that something that falls down can get back up? That's only by a stick, by a dunam that has no brains. That you threw it down against its will so it can go back up. But by people, we have choices. If we messed up so much and we chose so much ra and tumma in the Giyu Kvar Lebchinas Misa Sheim Chayev Misa B'day Shemayim Rachman Al-Atzlan Azai Af Im Hoyu Mishari Shatayv Then even if we were originally part of the good Shari Shatayv Ain B'Yichol Tum Shuvlasa V'Yisrael B'Mitzrayim Hoyu Harei Hoyu Mishikon Mem Tashari Tumma V'Yisrael B'Mitzrayim Harei Hoyu Mishikon Mem Tashari Tumma V'Halolu V'Halolu Oiv Davoi Dezara Im Keneich Yuchlu Eifoi Lachzer El HaShayresh Frek the Frek Kal Yisrael of Maisha Abenu Fine If you take a stick that has no choice and you throw it into a club with a cigarette on Shabbos You're right, it can go back up and it can be Muxer L'Tayv But we had Bechira I had choices, and I made bad choices, and now I'm doing Mechal Shabbos B'Fahesia. So how can I get back? Hashem says, I'm going to give you a second magic trick. His hand was white like a dead person. Put your hand back in there. It returned back to flesh. The message was, Even if you think that you are Even though, you think you're already Chayiv Misa because you did so many Averis and you say to yourself, boy, if I can wake up tomorrow and be a Jew who never sinned, I'd love that. But do you know what I did last night? You know what kind of Averis I did this year? Hashem doesn't want me. Zok Hashem to Moshe Rabbeinu. Prove to them that I want them even if they're like a Metzayra, they're Chayiv Misa. All they have to do is want. Where did he put it? By his chest. What did he do with that Mitzayr Chayav Misa? He hugged him. He moved it close to him. He said, I'm going to embrace you. He didn't spit at it. He didn't kick it. He didn't go to the guy, Mechal Shabbos, and say, Feh. He took him and he embraced him and he became Shav Kibzare, healthy like regular skin. Ubir in Yenayi Tashlishi. Now we're going to explain fine. Now you learned that Hashem wants you back. But exactly how are you supposed to get back to Hashem when you're so wrapped up with Tumah? Mitzrayim was the spiritual armpit of the world. Today, where would that be? Vegas? Amsterdam. Okay? And that's what Mitzrayim was. 
the worst spiritual place in the world at that time. They're going to say, listen, Moshe, great, I understand the stick you threw down, it can go back. I can understand something that does really bad, fine. But we are like Mamish the worst. Take from the, the water of the Ya'ar, of the sea. And turn it over, spill it out into the ground. It's going to turn into blood. What was Dafka? Why did he have to take water from the Ya'ar? It was the root of their Tumah. They bow down, the, 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 the Getshka was the Nile. The way to get out of Mitzrayim to break free was to be mevatel, the shayrish, the root of their tumor. How do you get somebody who's a drug addict to break free from his drug addiction? You know what the first step is? Your stash. Take your drugs and you flush it down the toilet. And you mevatel it. You burn it. Avada. But the first step of recovery is to realize that this is your enemy and I have nothing to do with you. As long as you smoke and weed, you're not going to be able to recover. Hashem said, the first thing, if you want to break away from Mitzrayim, after being so entangled with them for so many years, you've got you to gotta take the water which represents their God and you've got to get rid of it. You've got to take your Playboy socks and burn them. You've got to no. take... If you want to go ahead and rip yourself away from Tumah, you got to take those cards that they gave you at the clubs, and you got to take those phone, phone numbers of the girls, and you got to delete, 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 delete. you got to burn your bridges. you got to separate yourself from the Tumah. you got to make a statement. Hashem said, I'm going to take revenge on the gods of Mitzrayim. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was the same that's going to happen when Mashiach comes. He's going to break us out of this Tumah that's over our heads. Hashem is going to remove the Ruach HaTumah from the land. When you wake up and you realize what's important in life and you look back at what you did last year, you see it's taka garnished. It's a hard try to show you that that taiva was important, but it wasn't. The Yitzhahara tried to show you that leading down this life, driving on Shabbos and all of that is going to bring you happiness, but it didn't. The Yitzhahara tried to show you that if you smoke up and hang out with girls, that you're going to find happiness and fulfillment, and it didn't. But yet we're so wrapped up on it. When Mashiach is going to come, everything is going to be clear. What makes me really happy inside? What is a life of happiness? What is the derech I want to be on to build a family for me and for my children? And everything else is going to look so silly. The various that I did compared to losing contact with Hashem and now I have this whole trip back that i got to work on myself really, really wasn't worth it. When Mashiach comes, everything is going to be so clear. Right and wrong is going to be so clear that everything, all the Tumah, is going to look like Ayn Va'efes. You say, what did the Yitzhah Arif me already? A bag of hot air. 
Umein zeh hoye b'tzias mitzrayim. Similarly, happened by tzias mitzrayim. Shalisu tchilas hatikun agomer. Shakadosh Baruch Hu bital azus kol kaifes hamitzrayim ka'ayin v'ka'efes. V'zu hoisa aderek she Yisrael yisalu mitumas mitzrayim ayadeisha kol kaifes atumas hamitzrayim is batul. V'lachem and therefore afim lo yaminu l'shnei oisa se'ele. Even if after we realize that really I'm good, really I agree, Moshe Rabbeinu. Deep down, I'm I'm a great kid. I'm the tzaddik. I'm the best boy in my class. I was just thrown down to bed. But really I am good. Even if I really understand that, but I say no, it's too late for me. That's never going to be me. But Yaminu Loisa Achron, Shiyuru Eich Sheli Hey Mitzrayim, Betelim Ka'afa the Ara. Moshe Rabbeinu says, look at this. I'm turning over the, the big gechka of Mitzrayim. And what does it turn into? Garnished. It turns into blood. It's really nothing. It's really stupidity. It's nothing. And now we understand Chaim's question. Chaim, what was your question? The first two signs, the mate and the hand went back. Why? Because that was the point. That even if you're horrible, even if you're terrible, and you're like Misa, you're Misa, and you feel like Mamash you're biting the Sefateri, you're biting Kal Yisrael, you're biting everything about Yiddishkeit, biting everything. You should know you can come back. Yeah? But the third lesson, it stayed to be dam. Look at all the taiva, it's nothing. The point was that it goes on that is the shayrish, the root of all good. The point was to show Hashem said, once you go out, you're never going to go back. And you look back at your addictions, you look back at your problems, you look back at the Yitzharas, when you see clearly, you realize this is Mamish garnished. We have a chance, we have a God who loves us, we have a religion that wants us, we have a cloud soul that needs us, we have families that want us to build the next door. Don't give it up for Narishkaiten and realize that there's nothing stopping us from Hashem. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, Hashem loves you and He wants you back with all His heart.